Hello everyone, this is your Fungin Master David Hallman. Before the episode gets rolling, I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the Enchanted Manor Meadery. The Enchanted Manor Meadery is the official meadery of the Texas Renaissance Festival and actually one of the first places in the alcohol industry that I work. They make very good mead with a variety of flavors ranging from traditional to Earl Grey. When everything goes back to normal and you can finally sit down with all your friends and family and play Dungeons and Dragons again. I think this is one of the best things that you can bring to the table to celebrate together with. And if you would like to buy some mead from them, you can go to mead.today and use offer code POD10 and that'll give you 10% off your order. There is no such thing as a free lunch. Or that's what the moneylender told me before I gave him riches beyond his wildest dreams. He knew that there would be a catch, and he exhausted every tool at his disposal to try and gain the upper hand in this deal. And in the end, he truly believed that he did. I've persuaded many into giving me what I want in exchange for things they'd like. I've made bargains with kings, paladins, warlocks, children, any that would approach me, and all would bend eventually, provided I gave them a good enough offer. Because at the end of the day, everyone has their price. Best from afar. And far from the best, it's better than good, it's good, better, well. everyone once again to good better quest i am of course your fungin master david hallman and with me as always are my friends and we're gonna play a game of dungeons and dragons for your entertainment so previously on dragon ball z it was the first episode of season three cash confronted Professor Baltana about Moth and the fact that she shared a last name. Professor Baltana told Cash to be careful around Moth because she has a way of manipulating people. So that's concerning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yardy went and talked to the gyms, found out that Cleric Jim uh, is actually also a follower of Salune, just like Yardy. So they bonded over that a little bit, and I believe Jim gave you a mirror? He did give me a mirror. Yeah. And I wrapped it in my silver cloth and put it into my front pocket. It's it's a double holy symbol now. Double the holy, double the fun. Oh, Lord. Literally. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and that's been Good Better Quest. Thank you. <laughs> 
And then Durak went and hung out with Professor Hollowin for a little bit. Talked about the whole, you know, the, the whole druid business. And uh, he went out after his meeting and just chilled out as a bear for a little bit in the quad. And front everyone's favorite bard half-orc trips over... <laughs> Sorry, I just keep imagining it. <laughs> front tripped over our Durak bear friend and landed on his face. And Durak found out that front made a deal with the Ristabeth just like cash. And that's where we are now. So, Durak, you're... You're in the woods, or, or sorry, not in the woods. You're not in the goddamn woods. <laughs> I was about to say, man, you. This is this is on you. If you put me in the woods, it's on you. You man. did this. You've done. You're the reason <laughs> I, we can't I have wasn't nice in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was perfectly fine playing the game and putting me in the woods. All right. But if we're in the woods, I may as well. Exactly. No. So you're in the quad, and uh, you notice the ring front is just looking at his hand and he's he's just very nervous and and he looks at you Durak, and he he says i don't know what to do i i think i cursed my team Durak. Durak sits up and he and he stretches and he's still not quite gotten the hang of this switching back thing it's still not fun he gets himself straight though and um he pulls uh he pulls his uh his bear skin a little closer and he goes uh all right front you was with other people when this happened. No, it was... It was just me. Does your team know right now? No. All right, front. Uh, come with me. And Durak stands up and offers front a hand. And, uh, you know, to, to kind of pick him back up. And um, he goes straight back to the dorm. And as they're, as they're going back to the dorm, he's telling Front, look, don't talk to nobody, don't show nobody, don't tell nobody, don't let nobody know you're wearing that ring. You put your hand in your pocket if you got to, Front. But right now, we need to go talk to my team because I think we might have something to work out together. And his intention here is he wants to keep Front from touching or being involved with anybody else so that they don't pick up this curse too. Because in Durag's head, he can handle two curses. Shit, he's already got one, right? So, and this is this is his boy Front. So so I, I kind of imagine this like Durag kind of grabbing Front by his shirt and just kind of dragging him across the quad. Just don't say nothing, don't say nothing. Just shh, shh, Front, I swear to God, just shh. And he takes him back to the dorm. All right, so he, he follows you. You go to y'all's dorm. He, he's keeping his hands in his pockets. And um, when you get there, are, are Cash and Yardy still out and about, or would they be back? Because I, I think Siggy would be back in there. What time? You said this was pretty late when Durek was at Halloween's, right? Yeah, it was in the evening. I think after a nice meal, Yardy probably would have gone back. Same. Yeah, because I think we went to the, we were going to go to the cafeteria anyway. I needed more foil. I'm working on my trophies. I'm making new ones for the door. I love that. It's one of my favorite things. Yardy has a a big (laughs) ball of foil that he's just batting around while he's sitting in his corner. Of course. Durek comes bursting through the door. He's got front, like by his by his tunic, and he and he comes in, and he doesn't even say anything. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't give any kind of preamble. He's just like. All right, guys, front's cursed. We need to fix this. 
Everybody gather around. F front, <laughs> when you say front's cursed, when you get in the dorm, front's like, I thought we weren't telling anybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I killed Doug. <laughs> you did. I'm, I'm just dead. Just dead. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So Durak just sits down on the ground like crisscross applesauce and kind of pulls front down just with him. <laughs> Pulling his ascot. Pretty much. <laughs> he just like comes down with you. Down front. Uh, Yardy wants to cast a spell. Oh. Uh, Yardy wants to cast detect evil and good. What is the description on that? Like, what specifically? For the duration, you know if there's any aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where the creature is located. Uh, oh, I guess that... I, I was trying to do it for, like, on the, on the ring. So, normally, normally, I will say this. Normally, that will not work on items. But since it's a ring made of you know, a tree, essentially. It's kind of a living thing. And you're getting some you getting some mad evil vibes off it. Cool. Loopholes. Yardy walks over to the ring <laughs> and very very much like a cat. He's on all four and he just looks at, at Front's hand and just goes, I keep telling people these trees around here, they're just up to no good. That thing is wicked evil. Wait, you guys saw the Reestabeth too? Cash slides down under the floor <laughs> and just slowly holds up his hand in front of Front. And he's like, you know, Front, I just want one thing to myself. Just one thing. I can't even have the curse. I can't even have this. Thank you. Front kind of like, he, he starts fidgeting with the ring. And he says, I'm, I'm sorry I if I... You, like you see him trying to take it off. He's like, "Trust me, I don't want this. I, I don't, I don't know what. I don't know what." Listen, it's like a Chinese finger trap. The harder you pull on it, the worse it's gonna get. Trust me. What's China? <laughs> Front. What did I tell you about skipping classes? <laughs> okay. China. It's right next to Australia. <laughs> Yardy looks between cash and front and and sits down and just goes, You know, there's nothing wrong with polyamory, but did the tree even consult you, Cash? Did he even talk about this new relationship that they're starting? I try to be open-minded, and I try to be a good listener. But apparently I'm just not enough for this tree. Apparently Front is bringing something to the table that I just don't have. <laughs> and then I'm, Cash gets back up uh, and sits on the bed and just keeps fiddling with his trophy and, and grabs more foil like, from what Yardy was playing with and starts packing on more muscles onto the figurine that he's making. <laughs> yeah. Front looks at Cash and, and he says, Wait a minute, so if you are wearing it, it offered you something. What What did it give you? You know, actually, it didn't give me much. It dropped a Mack truck-sized branch on my friends here. So, what 
yo, what did we get out of this? Because this is, you know, this relationship is very one-sided. Siggy raises her hand and, and she says, it technically, it it saved us. She uses air quotes. She's, it, it saved us from the shambling mound that we were trying to fight. Um, it's kind of a, if, if it's a wish trade kind of thing, we kind of got tricked into making a wish. Um, yeah. Great. Well, Fred, what did you wish for? He kind of looks down and he says, I, I wanted to be a really good singer. The reason Beth told me to take the ring and then tomorrow I would be on my way to being the greatest singer of all time. Durag just kind of puts his head in his hand. Oh, front, you're embarrassing me. All right, no, no, this is it, this is it, this is it, all right? So look, Durag is mad because front is embarrassing him in, in this situation. He brought him here to his friends. Here's his other half for him. He's just being stu- You're not gonna... All right, look, front. Look, everybody knows you're a real good singer, all right? Everybody knows, right, guys? And he looks at everybody. No, I'm not, though. I'm not a good singer. Shh, I'm, front, I'm the worst front, singer sh- front, ever. Front, shh, shh. It's okay, front. Look, buddy, would Cash put that ring on? Yardy and me and Siggy over there all got the same curse. So I'm trying to keep you from hurting your whole team with that ring of yours. I figure you could be in here amongst us because we're already cursed. And we'll try to figure this out together. If you want us to get word to your team, we could do that. But you're staying here with us for a while. While, uh, while Durek is finishing up his talk to Front, Yardy walks up to Front and goes, Yes, uh, it, 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 it'll be easy to tell if you have cursed your entire group because your heartstrings will look like this. And then he thinks about his heartstring really, really hard. You, you see a couple heartstrings. You, you see the same ones that you got from the team, you know, the, the pinkish reddish ones, uh, as well as the black ones. But the black ones connect, you know, you, Siggy, Cash, and Durak, and now Front. And you see seven more coming off of Fronts going in another direction. Yardy's tail is freaking out. It, it is just jittering, and he's not saying anything now. He just looks at Cash, and he walks over and grabs his guns and puts them on his belt. Yeah, Durak stands up and um, and get, gets his axe, and um, he's like, I don't know what we're doing next, y'all, but I bet it's going to be fucked up. Uh, front, front just kind of looks around, and he says, I, um, I, I kind of want to go to bed. I don't want to, I, I just need to rest. This has been upsetting. Oh, you want to make a deal with a tree to be the best <laughs> singer in the world, and now you want to go to sleep? You want to go to bed front? Make an intimidation check for me, Cash. <laughs> I'm sleeping on the bed. <laughs> oh, man, what a rebel. I rolled a 10. <laughs> <laughs> and I have... let's. Let me put this into perspective. I rolled a 10 and I have plus seven to intimidation. Oh, holy shit. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not even kidding. You needed a 10 or higher. The the DC was very low. He is a very sad, scared half-orc man. He just kind of puts his head down and he starts to cry. And he's just like, I don't know what to do. (sighs) I, 
I just wanted I was playing my lute and the, the, the tree was talking and it gave me wish and I went to the thing I just Can you call your team here? I'll make banana bread with my mom. Front. Just, Front. Okay. I miss. Okay. Front. Oh. Cash, this is... I'm speaking more to myself at this point. I'm like, Cash, this is not who you want to be right now. Do not take out what's going on with Moss. With Front. Pull it together. And so Cash comes and gets off the bed. And he extends out his hand to Front to like, help him get up. And then he pulls back his hand and goes, wait, wait, wait. I wonder what would happen if we high five with our ring hand. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Okay. Everyone give me a dexterity saving throw. No. No, I'm fucking with you. You guys just high five and there's, like, <laughs> nothing happens. Um, it, it hurts because your rings hit, hit each other. Well, that sucked. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed, too. <sighs> I kind of thought something cool would, might happen, but no. Oh, well. All right, well, I guess we've got, uh, we got some strings to take care of, huh, boys? <laughs> and Siggy, ma'am, sorry. Siggy's <laughs> like, it's okay, I know I'm one of the boys, it's fine. <laughs> so, with the heartstrings, we can only, we can only tell what direction people are in, right? We, we can't, like, tell who it's connected to? Correct. I I can I can tell you, just, like, making an assumption, you, you would think that uh, three of those strings are going to Front's team, the rest of Front's team. Yeah. Yardy, um, Yardy paces around the room, and he, he touches the, the butt of his gun a couple of times thinking about where they're going to go and what they're going to do. He, he's specifically touching the, the, his signature with his holy symbol on it, on his gun. He's just putting his hand on it over and over again. After he does that for a, a couple laps around the room, he un, undoes his gun belt and he puts it back on his table. And he, he looks at everybody and goes, the staff already know that we have a curse. It can't be incredibly surprising to them if others turned up with it. So I suggest that tomorrow, when we take our first meal, we find out who these other teams are. I think getting rest is probably a good idea. Front, don't sing in the morning. Don't cash in your wish. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't listen to the lock song that's going to take you up this tree. You cannot trust it. Do not do that. He's getting a little flustered, and he, he brings himself back. His tail, his tail's all spiky, and he, he calms himself down, and he goes, Just be cool, and meet us in the cafeteria tomorrow morning. Dirac looks at Siggy, and he goes, um, You got any other ideas, Siggs? Because that sounds about right, but uh, I just want to run this by you before I, before I set back down. And he's so disappointed. He's so disappointed. He's putting his axe back up on the wall. <laughs> And he's just like, he's so sad about it. <laughs> and look, here's the thing, y'all. He's been, all right, so look, y'all know Durag has been using his axe as sort of a focus, and he's using that to kind of to create and control fire. He is standing there with his axe, and his shoulders are slumped, and the, the head of the axe burns really bright for just a moment, and he goes, oh, and it goes away, and he puts it back on the wall. And he sits back down, and he kind of glowers at uh, at Yardy a little bit, but he understands. It's 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 okay. 
Siggy starts patting Durak on on the arm, and and she says, "It's okay, big guy. It's okay. We'll we'll get you swinging that thing soon." But in a surprising moment of lucidity, Yardi has a really good plan right now. <laughs> um, yes, Yardi. Perhaps I was a little hasty in berating Front for wanting to sleep. Yes, tomorrow morning to the cafeteria to find my sister wives with the race to Beth. Siggy Siggy hears Cash say that and um she just she just kinda says, Wow. Oof. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, let's um let's find sister Black. I th- I, th- I hate it. Thanks. I hate it. I hate everything about this. Siggy, your Siggy, your chair has a tongue. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey! And like it, it, it gets taller, and she's like making eye contact with you. You're still standing on the bed. <laughs> she says, "You leave Cherry out of this, okay? Cherry is my child, and they have done nothing wrong." Except... And she slowly... <laughs> oh, God. Except what? You, you, we gonna keep this going? <laughs> Siggy, uh, and like, Siggy's still making eye contact, and the chair is too. <laughs> it slowly lowers back to its original height, and she goes over to her corner, and it, it does the ball thing again. <laughs> and it closes right to her eyes. And you know that's how she sleeps. She sleeps inside Cherry. It's the next day. Your plan is solid. That's a that's a really solid plan. So Siggy, <laughs> Siggy so wakes. Surprised. Wait, <laughs> I wait. am. It really. It's not a plan that I would have expected from. Well, I'm listen. I'm gonna say Yardy, but I mean Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> we all know I, I mean, mean Nolan. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's a really clever plan. Like. It's not even me saying that no one's dumb. It's it's me saying like no one is is literally playing a character that shoots first and asks questions later, <laughs> and you know, it, it's just it's very fun and clever to me that he did this, and I'm proud of him. We're 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 heading to the cafeteria, correct? Yeah. I, does everybody eat breakfast in the cafeteria? Like, is it? It's pretty much like everybody comes there for for food in the morning. Most people do, yeah. You you you'll usually see like all the teams. Occasionally, one or two people will be missing. You know, just because. But yeah, usually people get together around the same time. Yardy walks into the cafeteria. He kicks the doors open with his team behind him. Strides onto the top of a table and thinks about his heartstrings really hard again. And when the black strings come out, connected to everybody, he goes, You, 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 and you, come here. Okay. <laughs> David, you take back everything you just said about how great this plan was. Yeah, no, I do. Um, you like, I just, retconned it, everything nice I said 20 seconds ago. It was just steeping. I was just waiting to get to the dumb part. It just, yep. it, it was a two-part dumb plan. There, of course it is. The, the, you know what? You know what? That that one's on me. I got, I had high hopes. 
And then, and then, like Batman's parents, you just shot and mugged them in an alleyway. Um, uh, okay, so you activate the heartstrings. There is just one that is not there. And as you look around, like there, there is one going in another direction. As you look around, you see uh, front is not uh, at the cafeteria, but. You do see his teammates, and you also see the entire team of your classmate and fellow tabaxi Sharith Bramblesash. And they walk up to you when you say this, and they say, I am confused. What? What? Why for? Why are we for meeting? <laughs> Yardi, Yardi comes down, and he gets very close to Sharith, and he goes... It seems somebody in your team has been talking to trees in an unhealthy manner. Would you happen to know who that was, Sharif? You'd notice Sharif actually putting their hands, uh, trying to put their hands in their pockets. <laughs> Yardy grabs, grabs their arm and just holds it. And just, just so furious and disappointed that a cat made a deal with the tree. He just is just speechless. He's just looking at their hand and just his teeth are chattering and he, he lets go and he turns around to walk behind Cash. And Cash just he's like, he's like, tap out, buddy. All right, come here. Come on. And just pats him on the shoulder and then holds up his ring hand to Cherie. Well, well, well. <laughs> and is just staring. <laughs> Let me guess. Did you want? Did you want a better a better tail from the tree? Did you want a cooler gun from the tree? Let's hear it. Let's hear the dumb reason you made a deal with the tree. Sharif says. Sharif wanted untamable mind to make items that could help the world. That is all Sharif wanted. Big mind, like, like Siggy. And they point at Siggy, and Siggy goes, "Oh, oh no." <laughs> Cash turns to Durak and Yardi and goes, "See, they had something cool at least. I can live with this. I'd like to give them a piece of my mind." I do not require your mind. <laughs> Yardi, Yardi takes five steps away. He just, he hears that and just like, Sharif <laughs> 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 is fine. No, no mind. Thank you. Sharif, did you get what you wanted? Sharif actually opens their bag and you see a lot of really interesting items. They pick up a, uh, a silver hand axe with, with some very interesting glyphs on it. And they throw it up at the ceiling and it, um, go it, it goes real high and then they snap their fingers and it's back in their hand. And they say, I, I have made many, many things. Ziggy leans over to Durak and uh, very quietly says, Okay, don't tell them, but that's that's actually really easy. I could do that. I could do that in my sleep. I could I could really do that. And then Sharith 
opens the bag and like there's just all sorts of really cool shit. There's there's a there's a fucking Nintendo Switch in there. Sharif made a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> it's a bit bigger. I'll wait till the light comes out. Thank you. <laughs> Cash just dejectedly looks down at his hand and his ring and realizes that while he's very happy he quote unquote saved his buddies, he's jealous that he didn't get something cool something like a cool skill or a hot new voice and he just sort of like he kind of looks down at it and looks at Sharif and and goes okay I'm gonna go uh that's cool I'm not mad or jealous at all at all (laughs) in fact I'm gonna go grab Yardy (laughs) and not cry at all Sharif will also not cry Great. So this, this is good plan for day. So happy for you. I've never been. Ha- this is my happy face, right? I've never been happier. I see. It's good happy face. <laughs> yes. And Cash just does like literally an about face and starts to look for Yardy because we need, we have to get something going with the, with these two teams to figure out how to handle this. Somebody give me a perception check. I got a dirty 20. Yardy, you feel a strum and four more black strings appear. Three of them go to the gyms and a fourth is in the direction of the woods. And you see that the ranger gym is missing. And as you notice this, one of Front's teammates that you haven't met before comes running up and uh, she says Front's in the infirmary can one of you guys tell the rest of the team or, 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 or just just go be with I didn't want to leave as this is happening Durak balances the um, the bowl in his because you know he's, he's got that giant punch bowl full of fruit loops and he just always has it and it's almost empty and he balances it in one hand and in his other hand he pulls both hand axes uh both uh, both throwing axes hand axes off of his belt and he just unceremoniously hands them to siggy he goes how about make me a couple of those and then he um then he then he tips the bowl back and you hear That's some that's some disgusting foley work. that's right it's some good foley work guys uh and um and he tips the bowl back and he drinks all of the milk out of it. Uh, and he ha- he hands the bowl to Sharif and then goes to the uh, goes to the infirmary. Oh my God. So much that's just so much. Oh God, that's great. Okay. Yardy is gonna run over to the gyms and uh, specifically cleric Jim, and he's gonna grab him on the shoulders and and say, uh, I don't know if you just felt what I felt, but uh, you should check your hot strings. It looks like we're a little bit closer than we were about five minutes ago. Where is your ranger brother? He went out into the woods last night. He, he, he's been going out into the woods almost every night, just kind of... Expo- he's a ranger. That's what he does. <laughs> you know, we have gates blocking off the woods for a reason. It's not supposed to be a nightly thing that everybody does. I, it's just first years that aren't allowed in the woods. Cash is standing behind Yard and goes, yeah, because the rules are cool. And people who don't let you follow the rules, they aren't your real friend. Because if they were your friend, they'd let you follow the rules. And he's just like, 
crying over his ring down. <laughs> My God. All right. I'm going to jump over to Durak making his way to the infirmary. The uh, party member you spoke to was uh, Tara Leafwind. Uh, she's an elven woman uh, and she's very filthy. And she she says, um, I don't I don't know what happened. I, I just I I woke up and I don't even know what to say. I you make it to the infirmary and you see front on a bed and the ring has like vines creeping up his arm up to his jaw. And you can see that it has broken and reset his jaw. And he's just, he's, he's asleep in the bed. And Tara says he was just screaming. He, I just, he just, I woke up and he was screaming. Go get Rose Holloway and tell her direct said he needs her. Okay. Then she, she leaves. Because Durag figures like, I mean, this is, this is, she's just another student just like him. Like he, he need he needs a step bigger than than this right now, and he's been in the infirmary. Like you know, that's how he started. He was in the infirmary at the very very beginning. Like and so I mean, he he's familiar that that they're gonna do good work and all, but uh, he needs Rose. Like this is this is a big big deal. And he goes up to uh, front and he and he sits down beside his cot and um, he he searches himself for. Is there is there any kind of power? Is there any kind of is there any kind of new skill that that, that, that he's picked up now in, in in his recent studies that that could help him? And he realizes that there's nothing he can do, and so um, he just sits there beside him and waits for Rose. Yardy and Cash, would y'all have have come along to the infirmary, or would y'all have stayed behind with uh, the gyms? Uh, I think Cash Cash would want to go to the infirmary only because. I know that front has the same ring that I have. Yeah. And I'm concerned, like, great, great. What's, what's going to happen to me next? That's where I'd want to go. Yardy wants to stay with Cleric Jim, and he, he wants to see if they can get some divine direction on their next steps. Okay. I'm going to handle the infirmary first, then. So, Cash, you get to the infirmary uh, around the same time that uh, Tara returns with Professor Hollowind. And uh, as she enters, there's a little bit of a crowd of, of like some first years and, and people who have heard about what happened. And she just she raises her arms and she says, get the fuck out of my way. And she just she comes into the room and she is standing over front. She's got like her knee on the bed and her hands on his shoulders and she's just looking him up and down. She's checking out everything. She's touching these roots and she sees the ring and she says, fuck, are you serious? And she looks at Durak and she says, did you guys tell him about that fucking tree or something? And Durak just shakes his head, no. And, he, and he's looking at her and he's looking at her the way that like, the way that a hit dog looks at you, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, he's like, he's scared and he doesn't know what's going on. Professor Halloween looks back at this, this crowd of people that's still kind of around and uh, she says, you can go to class or you can go to your dorm, but you can't stay here, all right? 
a few of them start to hustle a little bit, and she transforms into a lioness. And she growls in the most terrifying, just, just spectacle you've ever seen. And that crowd disperses so much faster. <laughs> and she stands back up, and she cracks her neck, and she says, I don't like that one. That one, oh, oh, I should have done it from the diaphragm. And she closes, she closes the door to the infirmary. And she, she looks at Cash and Durek and she says, how long have you known about this without telling me? Durek looks at Cash and he realizes how foolish he's been for not telling Rose about this. Like how just, just dreadfully foolish it's been for him to have kept this as part of a, a secret. Especially that since he, since he's, especially since he's with Rose, like all the time now. And, um, and, and so Durak would just sort of a, like a really heavy, shameful sort of feel says, oh, hell Rose, I probably should have brought him to you last night. Cash chimes in and says, also, we, we, uh, whew, oh, sorry, that lioness thing. <laughs> yay, yay. Um, so it's all right. Yeah. We also looked at our heartstrings and we, there's, there's two other teams that are, that are affected by this. I don't want to keep this from you because I don't want what happened to front to happen to anyone else. She stares at you and she says, okay, thank you for telling me cash cash. Mr. Black is very good of you. It's very good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. She, she pulls a peppermint out of her pocket and, and puts it in your hand. She says, good boys get treats. She opens the window and you see her pull some breadcrumbs out of her out of a pouch on her belt and she holds her hand out the window and you hear her whistle um and a a small blue jay lands on her finger and she speaks to it in a language you don't understand and it goes flying off can Durek hear the message though? Because I mean, he can speak to beasts. Yes. Yeah. No. Let's let's do that. Um, Durak, you hear her talking to this bird, and she says, "Close the woods. Close the gates. Bring every barrier you can to cut off access to the woods. There has been a breach that we could not have foreseen. Professor Hollowind dictated." And red, and it flies off. And she says, "I've sent a message to Winterhold. Hopefully, we're not too late keeping this from hitting anybody else." What other two teams are affected by this? Uh, and I just blurt out, "It's the the gyms and Sharif, uh, Bramble, 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 and Cash focuses really hard on the heartstring to see if there's any more ribbons. Like, because now there'd be what? There's the three to my team, the four to front, the four to Jim's, the four to Sharice. So that's 12, 15. I think it's 16. 16. Oh, yeah. 15, 15 from me. Off of you. So are there any more than that now? <laughs> no, it'd be 16 because you have one with Moth as well. 
It's, no, no, no. It's not black, though. Black. Uh, Just black. the black okay. heartstrings. No, that's that's it. Well, I guess it actually would be 16 because of the tree. Um, Ugh. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Ugh, the tree. <laughs> Trees don't yeah. have hearts. Um, You're right. No, so it's just it's just 15. Never mind. <laughs> no, actually, that's canon. Good point. Good point. So so Cash focuses, uh, thinks about if they're, you know, who all has been affected and tries to see if there's any more than 15 black heartstrings. There's not. That's you. You got it in one. Okay. Everyone that you think should be accounted for in this is accounted for. Okay. Uh, Professor, yeah. Everyone who I've said, that's that's it, at least for the time being. Uh, um, Cash kind of glances over at front and sees the vines growing up his face and uh, turns on his speak with plants just to see if... <sighs> is the vine saying anything? Is it... Uh, I think Cash hasn't really done that with his own ring. But seeing front in the state and realizing like how planty I guess the the whole thing is, um, wants to try and talk to it. You want to try and talk to it? Hello, Cash. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, sweetie, are we on that turf? That's weird. Um, hi. What is it you desire from me now? Oh no, I do not desire anything else from you. You have done enough. What are you doing? What what you doing with front there? As he asked, he wanted to be the best singer. His jaw was in the way of that. I am remedying the situation. Yeah, but that feels very like genie in the bottle, like you don't word the wish right, and then suddenly instead of getting, you know, what you really wanted, you're getting something worse. I mean, what's your end game here? <laughs> My end game is giving well enough favors that you will return them when I ask. See, you say well enough. That's not what friends do. Not, we are not friends. Well, that's not what very nice people, or in your case, Flora, do. If you really wanted people to help you, you'd be nice. You catch more flies with, you know, honey. Haven't you ever heard that before? My mom says it all the time. As you say that, like, a fly, <laughs> like, is buzzing by, and one of the vines just, like, whips. And it's, it's like... All that's left are the wings that flutter down to the ground. I have never had a problem catching flies. I have never had a problem catching people. I have lived longer than the thought of your parents and their parents and their parents before them. I know how to get what I want. You know what? I've, I've had enough of this. <laughs> we're done. This is finished. Uh, we're coming for you. When Durag hears him say that, uh, that that we're coming for him, uh, he is on his feet. And, and you can't... He's got a grin, a murderous grin on his face. And he's just looking to Cash like, come on, man. Come on, let's do it. Come on, buddy, let's go. 
the vines kind of rustle on front and Professor Hollowind is watching you as you have this conversation with this fucking vine and she hears you say you know that that you're you're gonna go after it and she says the fuck you are you are children all right we have I have she looks at Durak and she says you're a strong guy you're a really strong guy I have a lot of faith in you in the future but you are not strong enough to deal with the, the matters at hand. And the tree, the, the vine on front says, Listen to them. You, you cannot, cannot stop me. But don't worry. My plans will be revealed soon enough. For now, go about your tedious life. When I require my favor from you, you will know. I want Front's favor too. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Did I stutter? I want Front's. And at this point, Cash is peeing himself a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was probably really scary in the possessed voice. <laughs> I want Front's favor too. Hmm. Give give me as the DM a second here to think about this. <laughs> Your Nolan's face is like shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I am I am I just, completely like, enra- oh enraptured by this thing. You are fucking killing it, man. God damn, Kate, you are killing it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just over here just like cheering and just like yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, you are bringing the fire tonight! Oh man. Fuck. Okay. Kate, this is an insane fey interaction we're having. <laughs> and that's not me saying flat out, no, I'm not going to let you do this. I am legitimately going to put this on the dice as to whether or not this happens. Oh, do you do you have your percentile dice? Uh yes. Yes. What what is your spell save DC? Is it 15 16? Spell save DC is 15. You need to roll lower than a 15. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> This, this is like that fucking picture of Ralph Wiggum. I am in danger. Am, Marty, I'm scared. That's a nine. <laughs> okay. So that's that's a nine. And then what's what's your tens place one? You're going to need a flat zero zero. I'm still rolling. <laughs> it's okay. 50. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. So 59. The the vines move a little bit. They they begin to reach towards you just a little. Like like in the in the way a child uh, reaches for a cookie and then has second thoughts. And Professor Hollowind is about to jump in front of you until it stops. And then the vines go back on front and you hear maybe but not today. Not like this. Everybody gets one. Cash, you had yours. 
and I will have mine. This conversation is over. And the vines kind of solidify into like a trunk of bark up Front's arm and over his jaw. And it almost looks like a cast. Rose just looks at this and she looks at Cash and she says, well, I heard all of that. Look, I tried. Okay, I... You are a headstrong young man and it's very clear you care about your friends. You are putting yourself in harm's way a lot. I need you kids to leave while I tend to this. But know that I think your heart's in the right place. But I, I think you gotta, you gotta learn how to do this better without costing you things. Yeah, well, my heartstrings are in 20 different places. <laughs> you see her uh, pluck at her chest. And you know when a rope is frayed and all the, all the uh, strings are coming apart and it's just, just little fucking twine lines abound. She says, but you, you know, you see that and they're all different colors. And she says, it's part of the business, kid. It's rough. I think you're doing the best you can. And by no means should you know. Like she puts her hand on your shoulder. She says, by no means do I want you to think that I'm disappointed in you. But this is way too heavy shit for a kid your age. Like, holy fuck! Cash chuckles and and says, you know what, though? You should really ask about Professor Baltana about me. She thinks I'm very muscular and I can probably <laughs> handle this. Yeah, she she told us about that. She told us that that is what you think. Um, <laughs> yeah. So listen, it, it it it's all fine and good, but if you keep going around spouting nonsense like that, we're gonna have to have a meeting with you and Professor Baltana, and there's gonna be a lot of paperwork, and there's gonna be a judge present, and it's gonna be uncomfortable for everybody involved. It just, just please, please don't put us through this. We have never had an incident like this at the school, and we don't plan to now. Hey, boy. <laughs> Cash just, Cash just laughs at Rose and shrugs. And, you know, kind of like zero tolerance like, policy. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> she look, she looks at Derek and she says, "Please, please listen." <laughs> This is, she gestures to front. She says, this is going to be a fiasco. I don't need this, she gestures to Cash, to also be a fiasco. One of these is going to look worse in the papers. All Cash, right? while Rose is doing the comparison, you know the little kid on, like, the sunscreen bottle that's like, ooh, like, ooh. Oh, God, Cash is no. just, like, making that pose. And then uh, winks, oh. winks at the professor and walks out. <laughs> My gosh. Durek kind of watches all of this happen, and um, he looks at Rose, and and he's got his head bowed a little bit, but he's looking up at her. Uh, and he says, um, anything in particular you need me to do? She, um, does Durek have, like, a little bit of a, a scruff beard? Oh, like yeah. Just a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got a little okay. bit of a beard now, yeah. She, um, she looks around, and she... She looks up and she puts her hand on Durak's face and she grabs 
his beard and pulls him down to eye level with her and she says, you stay the fuck out of those woods. Oh. <laughs> and she, like, she says, yeah, no, I know. You want to live in those woods. You can't live in the fucking woods. All right, all right, I won't and go. And she lets go and she says, I'm sorry. I just... We are in new territory for everybody. Staff and students alike. And I can only deal... <sighs> I, I can't deal with it with more students involved. Please stay out of the woods. Rose, you got my word. I won't go in the woods. And he, and, he, and he does. He grumbles and he growls. And um, and he pulls his face away from her hand, you know, because, God damn it, you're just grabbing my face, right? So he pulls his, hand, he pulls his face away from her hand, and he kind of growls at her a little bit. And um, but, but, I mean, he's smiling. She, she, he loves Rose, you know? And so, yeah. and so, no, like... she's she's smirking, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, like, when... Again, I'm going to go back to the dog thing. Like, you know, like when your dog is playing with you and they're doing that growl thing that sounds awful, but you can see it on their face that they're, you know, that's what's going on here. Yeah, they're just playing around. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and then he straightens up, straightens his shoulders, and uh, goes out and tries to catch up with Cash. <laughs> Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. Today's GM was David Hallman. Players are Doug Holly, Kate Huff, and Nolan Lacey. Check us out at GBQ Pod on Twitter. Today's introduction was done by our very own David Hallman. Intro music is A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Music provided by Kevin McLeod from TabletopAudio.com. As always, thank you for listening.